0: round two Real Talkers. We have got such a good season ahead. It's so great to have you all back. For the familiar faces, we owe you one. To the fresh faces, mate, you have found yourself a new home in the world of podcasts because we are kicking things off with one of my favorites. And I've got to be real here. Uh, I do have a personal relationship, no sexual relationship, (laughs) but this woman is so damn cool. Not to mention she's so talented. She's a dual Australian athlete, unless I know otherwise in maybe school sport, but represented Australia, Queensland, the Broncos in 2019. Before that, she'd played for Australia in rugby. Yeah,
1: Millie Boyle. Welcome. So great Ooh. to have you. Wow, thank you. What an introduction. Thanks,
0: KB. There's so many other things I'd like to say, but in seriousness, you're a great gem. Um, you're Thank one you. of a kind.
1: Thank you very much.
0: And I appreciate you coming on
1: here because you are raw and relevant. And that's Thank what you. we live for. I'm just uh, stoked to be here. Spoke to be, stoked to be a part of Real Talk Media. And we're in the studio for the first time. So that's exciting. Like I had to get out my home savings just <laughs> so I could be in here. So Worthy. it was like legit for you. <laughs> you. Because you're the queen. <laughs> appreciate
0: it. <laughs> uh, okay, fast five. Because right. I'm going to give you a little more time. We like to ask our guests one word that best describes them. Everybody doesn't like talking themselves up. But I'll let you think on that. Mm-hmm. Fast five. <clears throat> your first kiss.
1: Like when? Who'd you kiss? Who was your first kiss? Um, My boyfriend, Nick, my only ever boyfriend I've had apart from Adam in year nine. Year nine? I know. Oh. Uh, oh, oh. I didn't know we were judging here. <laughs> right. Okay, pump
0: up song. I know this.
1: Um, Simon says, I don't even know who sings it, but such a bang. I don't put it on radio because it's not um, – it's not really appropriate. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Party messing. trick. Um, party trick. I can drink after a certain stage. I can drink vodka like it's water, and it's really not a good thing. That's probably not a party trick, but that's I shouldn't have said that.
0: No, that's like really impressive. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. Um. Dangerous. Worst habit. Worst habit. Could be that no it's not a habit i don't do that often <laughs> um worst habit could be always leaving the cupboards open in the kitchen like i say don't do it this time and i come back and all of the cupboards are open and it was me you know i don't even remember doing it really every cupboard i open like kind of stays o stays open until i close them mm. well that's obvious but you know go around and close the whole lot <sighs> no i okay. know and the drawers it's terrible
0: that, yeah that's frustrating we couldn't live together mm. uh lastly one person you'd take to dinner?
1: One person I'd take to dinner. Last dinner, you could take anyone in the world. I'd have to say, if it can't be Taylor Swift or Beyonce, Adam. Oh, yeah.
0: I love that. <laughs> I, I think everybody would love to hear that. Can't wait to ask you about that. But we've got to get into one word that best describes you.
1: I've had a little think and a little ponder and I think it's really hard to come up with one word that best describes you, but over my uh, 23 years of living, I'm going to say it is be- it is resilient because I've been through a couple of ups and downs and, you know, seem to always find myself on the way up after it. So come back better than uh, where we started, which is good and probably a resilient thing, I guess. Hear, hear. <laughs> Are you ready to get into your roaring relevant chat, dolls? Oh, roaring and relevant, let's go. <laughs> Kick us off.
0: Okay, well, we know Millie the footballer. A lot of rugby league fans will know that, like I'd mentioned, you'd played for Australia, Queensland, the Brisbane Broncos. You played for the Burley Bears uh, in QRLW. But who is Millie behind football?
1: Right, yeah. I mean,. It's hard when football is such a big part of our lives, but it's also not really such a part of our lives. It's always been on the side. Um, I am very much a family person, love spending time with my family, and I'm very lucky that they are up um, in Queensland now, so I get to see them a lot. Love hanging out with my friends, love going to the beach most days. Pretty, pretty chill girl. Love cooking, love grocery shopping. That's one of my favorite things to do. Grocery shopping is like my meditation, like go to the shops. Go through every aisle, every product. Like I find it really therapeutic. I don't know when you ever asked me about that, but don't know how (laughs) that came in. Um, That's the kind of girl I am. Um, I with work, I'm I'm really passionate in the disability space. Uh, Having uh, my little sister Hannah growing up with with a disability with Down syndrome, Um, she's always been a part of us, like one of us five kids, and um, just. You know, recognizing how important it is to have that social inclusion for people, um, for all abilities, and having those services provided for them, um, and integrating, you know, people with disabilities with non-disabilities. I've um, I'm working with a group called Trainer Group, and we are trying to bridge that gap between that 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 inclusion and uh, people with disabilities, so that you know we're working on mental health and well-being in in that workshop space where. Uh, people can really feel a part of a team, be mentored, um, all through the NDIS, so like through their, um, their NDIS, NDIS plans and, and through their goals and whatnot. So, yeah, working on this program called Game Changer. Sorry, I feel like I'm tongue-twisting and going everywhere.
0: Well, we've got oh, this program,
1: um, Game Changer, so we're trying to use sport as that tool to be that driving force behind um, yeah, bridging that gap kind of and just getting... Um, working on, you know, that inside stuff, mental health, well-being and just kind of talking about it in an open situation then going outside and working on team-building activities, um, building self, self-confidence self and whatnot and then just getting outside, getting active. So it's just really things that we all love to do but just uh, providing an opportunity for people um, with disabilities to do that as well and then using sport um, as well to get behind that kind of and, uh, yeah, so... That's kind of where I'm at at the moment. And uh, yeah, have I missed anything? Not sure.
0: Uh, Plenty, but we'll get to that. Um, I think that's a big one that I love to talk to you about because you are super passionate. Hannah is hilarious. You feature her on your Instagram at all times. Um, (laughs) But I love that you are such a a great example of somebody who just treats somebody who has um, a disability. Is that even what you like to call it, as an equal?
1: Yeah, I don't even really, I don't really use the term disability that much. I mean, mm. we'll throw it around to kind of joke around or whatever it is. Um, but I think like I've been really lucky growing, like my family've been really lucky growing up with someone like Hannah who's just like really chill and just sees things for how they are and like lives day to day and like literally just loves Catching the school bus and going to school. Like she just loves such simple things. Mm. And um, now she doesn't go to school, so she's hating life. <laughs> but no, she's great. I actually tried to make her an Instagram influencer, but I didn't really know where to start. I took over her Instagram because mum was doing a really bad job. <laughs> Sorry, mum. <laughs> just wasn't posting the best angles or, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Oh, Because you're such an influencer.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> Actually not, but I thought if anyone's got a chance in this family, it's Hannah. You know, be inclusive, <laughs> whatever. And um, it didn't go too well. I th- tried to give her like that sassy kind vibe and I said um, in her bio, I'm a nasty gal with a bad attitude. <laughs> and I said it to Hannah and she goes, no, that's rude. Don't say that. And I'm like, no, Hannah, <laughs> like just you need to say it, blah, blah, blah. Like that's your motto. She's like, no, I can't. That's so mean. Like she got really upset because she hated it. So I thought, you know what, you're too nice, you yeah. You're out.
0: You're not made for this. You're not made for this life. You won't be able to handle it when they tell you you look too skinny or too fat in a photo. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) But I love that she and anyone, you need to look at the simple things and enjoy simple things in life. Is that What's a good reminder when you can get so soaked up in this football space? Because if you're looking at the names of athletes – You have skyrocketed. Um, You're going to be on SBS. We can't wait to watch you. SAS. SAS. (laughs) SBS,
1: same thing. Not really. (laughs) Definitely not
0: even on the same channel. I should know that being at Channel (laughs) 7. SAS. um, For you, like, is it important to remember those little things?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I think it's just so refreshing and, like, I get to be around it a lot, which keeps me really, like, open to everyone's different challenges and and um not only see it for from i guess their point of view but from a family's perspective mm. as well and how much of an influence um it can have on them um it was actually just the other day at training we had like a fitness test um and a couple of the girls were like damn it like we got it sprung on us and they were like a bit worried about it and, you know like there's always yeah. nerves around that kind of thing and i just kind of got everyone in and i'm like you know what girls like it's just a fitness tests like we do these all the time we do con all the time i work with people every day that would love to get up and go for a run um let's just be grateful that we're using these amazing facilities we've got a support team around us we can do all of this and get support from each other and all we're doing is exercising it's a privilege to be able to do this and our snc brad always says it's a privilege to be able to train and it's so true like if you just see things from not I have like I know people say not I have to but I get to it's honestly just changes the whole perception of it doesn't it like Mm. don't if you're not enjoying doing something then you probably need to look at look at it from a different angle or change what you're doing
0: absolutely did you take that in when you did SAS and like okay it's a privilege to be here push yourself to the limit yeah
1: I did for a couple of days (laughs) and I'm like get me the hell out of this place it's actually so funny we were on there and yeah, I mean, we'll chat about it later. But yeah, the mental game just really takes over. Um, wow. Yeah. I, can you, you not
0: say much until it starts? Yeah, I,
1: can't, I mean, look, I don't know. When, I can say a little bit, but yeah. What do you want to know?
0: Well, probably the, the mental strain. Like in a dark place, how dark did it get?
1: Yeah, I guess it was really tough. Going in, I knew it was going to be like the mental game was going to be big and I knew like Yes, you've got the physical side and, like, you've got the mental side, whatever, but it's about building all of that. I probably forgot a lot of the – I just think I got too hungry that I actually forgot about the brain side of it. That was my biggest downfall, I think. Like, would be doing a task and I was just so, like, low on energy and brain capacity that I'm like, I've even forgotten what they've told me. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are so many little monotonous things that you have to do in the morning, during the night, um, you like you spend hours drying clothes or you get up and you do watchtower or you're like Yuck. doing chores and cutting wood. Like there's so much stuff that you don't actually see from the actual big tasks yeah. that are the hardest part. So... What
0: do you get to eat in a day? Um, like how... When you talk about getting hungry, you're not being able to concentrate. Yeah. What was it?
1: Um so like for breakfast, we had porridge every morning, like a scoop of porridge and a boiled egg. A scoop of porridge? A scoop of porridge and a boiled Would egg.
0: Would that be a cup or like
1: a yeah, scoop? Yeah, like it was just like a scoop from like the ladle or oh whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? I just thought every morning, God, I wish I could slab a whole thing of peanut butter in this, maybe a banana. Yeah. You, know, you had to actually go into every meal. What I did was like drink a whole heap of water before every meal just so that my body could say, you're a bit full. Do you know what I mean? Oh and then you'd be so hungry sometimes and then you'd go in and you'd get like tomato soup or like maybe a bread roll, like watery cabbage and boiled sausages. I remember oh. we boiled sausages. Even you get so hungry. Okay, the skin had come off these sausages and we were just like – and then we had boiled cabbage and boiled sausages – And I was like, oh my God, this is like, I don't really eat that much meat at at the best of time, let alone terrible sausages. Mm. And um, I was, I remember having the last thing left and it was like a couple of pieces of cabbage with the skin of the sausage. And I, you just eat it because you're so (laughs) hungry. You're so hungry. you just like, literally, if there's even a piece of like lettuce, you're just like, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's disgusting. Did you
0: get to eating your own toenails or? Nah, I didn't get that bad.
1: But sometimes we got spoil, spoiled. Like we got pasta one time and that was like knees. a godsend. Yeah.
0: Wow. Uh, little birdie told me that you may or may not have asked for a couple of meds
1: or like what happens Look, then? yeah, I don't want to say too much, but you actually take meds for granted in the real world. Just <laughs> being able to go to the supermarket and buy them. I reckon it was day two or maybe three. I was like, all right, my back is gone. Like you're just doing so many things that are not wow. used to, not what you're used to. Like we usually yeah. warm up for like half an hour, do prehab, whatever, before getting into something serious. Um, whereas this is like, all right, you've just woken up from the shit sleep of your life on a stretcher bed. You're putting on wet clothes and then you're sitting, then you have your 20 kilo backpack, but then you're sitting in a bloody car for ages, um, like at the back of a Land Rover and then you're, everything just seizes up and then you're straight into a task and you're fighting someone or you're off a cliff or whatever it is like it's actually just crazy and then anyway back to the med story Mm. um they kind of ration if you really really need them which you know if you break a rib or whatever um break a hand or a finger they'll like ration them out but I was like Trying to do, I needed them bad. I was like, "All right, well, if I like strap your foot and give you a foot massage, can you give me like one of your meds?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Please give me an anti-inflammatory. I need it." And it was probably—I don't know if it was like psychological. I was like, "I can't get through this day. <laughs> I can't wait." To I don't know if you'll see. Show. I don't even know if you'll see like that stuff, but it was like, yeah. Like, wow. It's so I hope we do. Gosh, twenty first of <laughs> February. Twenty first of February. Feb, yeah. Feb.
0: Can you tell me who wins?
1: I can't. You can't tell us. I can't tell you. Whatever. But you know what? I'll tell you. Um, is there was a very strong female presence towards the end, and that was through no fault of, you know, tokenistic trying to get more girls through, or you know, like equal, equal, whatever. I won't say who actually made it to the end, but there were more girls in the last you know, half of it or whatever. Yeah. Um, then actually guys, it was amazing. It was amazing to see and just uh how many girls from all different types of background. There's girls that were um that you've got Melissa Wu who's a diver, Ellie Green who's a uh rugby player, Anna Heinrich who won The Bachelor, like they just were so oh. like amazing amazing talent and um it was awesome to see but like yeah, that's but what I'm I can't say.
0: believe that you're like on a reality TV show. Like, Millie.
1: It doesn't, I know, but on there, like, you don't feel like you're on a show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's never, it's like you're on an army camp, like that yeah, kind like of thing. Like, finish. you're, I remember like halfway through whatever, halfway through my time, um, we were like, oh, would you come back on if they asked you to come back on? And we all said, Hell no, like not in a million <laughs> years, I can't believe I'm even still here right now, like get me home, like nothing yeah. actually, unless you really really want to get to the end you like money's not a factor, nothing's a factor, like you just yeah. you have to have it within yourself to finish, you know oh, what I mean the mind
0: games, the mind games. yeah, yeah, I'm there's lots of tears, well, there's lots of tears I think everybody is just listening going, whoa but for you twenty three like you've mentioned, you've been on s a s You've played for Australia, the state, um, NRLW. There's been so many highs and lows. You had a premiership ring. Cut off. Cut off, yeah. You had a broken nose Still in cut. origin. What's, yeah. what's been the highlight for Millie Boyle in a football career?
1: Mm. Oh, the highlight? I don't know. It's like it's hard to actually pick a highlight, I think. Like obviously winning games is awesome. Um, I hate losing. I um, know you hate losing. <laughs> Um, I think it's just like, and this is so cliche, but it's the people that you surround yourself through and the people that you take on with you through that time. Like it's not just, you know, the players on the field, but it's the support staff as well. It's some great coaches that you've met or bits of wisdom they've given you or whatever it is. And it's, you know, your family always supporting you and then seeing You know, people drop off and come and go or whatever, but it's just having that, like, really solid group of people around you. Um, My One of my managers, David, he's, like, one of my biggest mentors and helped through so many things that I didn't think that I'd be able to do and achieve and, um, yeah, it's just having those people around you that um, make it for what it is. Like, this time will come and go, like, footy or whatever, Um, but they're the people that will be with you, like, post-career and, you know, Super cool. Yeah, I think you've made so things. many
0: friends along the way. Your your boyfriend plays, your brother plays, your dad and your uncle played. So it like it runs in the blood. You're you're the woman who's holding it together, and, and I don't want to be this like extreme feminist. And you're not like that too. You have this ability to um, stamp your authority on equality in a healthy way. Do you think we're getting to that point where we're really tipping towards women banking on getting more buck?
1: Look, um, like you said, I don't like to – I like seeing things for what they are and being realistic about it. I'd love it to get more like that but I think it's still got a long way to go for sure. Um, But the only way we're going to get there is if everyone's kind of on that same page and you can't just put your hand out and think equality. Like you've got to think what's actually been done like I know it's 2022 now, but, like, look at where the men did start and, you know, when they were part-time and to where they are now and building that and having – the biggest thing is as well, like, they had men watching them. We need – now that we've got this here, we need girls watching us and we need women watching us. And we can't just say, oh, well, it's not just about the men. Like, what about us? Like, we are half of the population. We can get it to where it needs to be if we have the support. So it's not just, oh, watch our games and do this. Like asking those people who are already kind of stuck in their ways and do whatever. It's about changing the mindset of people watching sport in general and getting more girls into that. Like to to flicking it on to listening to the radio. You know, I think it's just you can't put your hand out for things that w- for something that we've done a hundredth of. The time, like for what they've done, you know what I mean, like from the ground up, like.
0: How bad can women be at supporting women?
1: (laughs) So bad. Like I feel like guys, like yeah, awesome, awesome mate, good on you, like stoked for you. Whereas girls, like yeah, well I did that too, so like I should get awarded for that. Do you know what I mean? I'm not
0: gonna go watch her because she has more Instagram followers (laughs) than me.
1: No, I reckon I should be in that team, not her. Yeah, honestly, yeah, hundred percent. And you hate to say it, like I hate to say it, and it's like. If you don't have something nice to say, just don't say it, for God's sake. But like, still rock up to the game because we need to. Yeah, <laughs> just buy a ticket. Um, yeah, like it's got a long way to go in that sense and it's not just the people. I think the people playing, most of them, are trying to do what they can and and the clubs to support them as well. But it's all just – it honestly just starts with a whole shift around stop putting your hand out and asking that's I know it's got to come that's got to come with it too otherwise we'll never get anywhere, but mm. I feel like we've got a good amount of that and we've got enough people backing us to do that um but it's just instead of you know Getting people to switch, it's like getting a whole mentality to just like change, kind of thing. Like- it's
0: like you don't go on a diet, it's a lifestyle change. And yeah, you don't
1: exactly. Eat <laughs> exactly. You change it for
0: like for you to feel good long term. Yeah, yeah. No fad diets. Oh, okay. There's something in that. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think for you, um, I Googled you. Right. It's so weird, like Googling you when I talk to you often. Yeah. What did you um, find? I found. <laughs>
1: My little sister Googles me all the time. It's Does weird she? and sends me these weird oh, articles. Yeah. I love that. She probably updates the page, to be honest.
0: Well, she needs to stop. <laughs> the thing that kept coming up was, what did Millie Boyle do? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, come on. Not what but I think that's something that people um just were so fascinated by. And yeah. if people are listening going, what is she talking about? Well, last year when all this stuff was going on, so Millie, um, you – Basically, this toilet trust—it's like this huge yep. backpage complication with Adam Elliot. Can we please go back? Can we please rewind to that time? Hindsight's a wonderful thing. Yeah. But um, and talk about it without you being
1: like defensive and yeah
0: defensive, but not even that. It was like media thought that you had basically been this huge billionaire drug lord that <laughs> be locked up in jail for fifty years.
1: Look, I thought that was kind of. I was like, okay. I've accepted whatever, you know, and I thought it's that happened on the weekend and now it's a Monday but it was still the Tuesday and then the Wednesday and then I was like, talk about slow news week. Where is all (laughs) of the news? Like who actually – because it's dragging on longer, it seems like it's this big ordeal and it's literally so innocent that – Yeah. Yeah. So
0: like all the bubble stuff was happening up in Queensland for the NRL, Um, Millie lives on the Gold Coast, Adam Elliott plays for the Bulldogs, you know each other from down south where you're from, Cobargo, and you were all at the pavilion or somewhere? Yeah, we were in the
1: surfers, it's like just don't go to surfers, you know nothing good happens in surfers anyway, I hate surfers, I can count on one (laughs) hand how many times I've even been there and I'm like awesome, that is just awesome, I mean now it's awesome, I'm like great, Uh, but yeah, the timing and just how it all went down was like so silly.
0: Was it hard for you? So basically, Adam got told to leave. Mm-hmm. The shirt was off. Security guards stole stuff, or it was like there's so many narratives. Yeah, and like I don't really need to ask you because I don't really care what happened in there. Um, I think the public.
1: Yeah, really no, care. I was. That's the thing. I am not. I'm a very honest, and I would not even be able to. I would crack under pressure if someone was like, no, what really happened? I'd be like, okay. But genuinely, we kissed in the bathroom and then straight away, like, security were watching and there was two people in the bathroom, so they were, like, knocking to come in. And then that was literally it. And then, yeah, it, like, we went home, whatever, just spoke to the security. I was like, hey, just letting you know, like, well, is everything okay? Like, what's the big deal? They're like, nah, all good. Sorry, we were just being protective, whatever. And then, um, yeah, the next day it just like blew up, and I was like, what are they even? What's this even over? But um, at the end of the day, I guess it was over in a bubble breach, which he was obviously the only person breaching the bubble. So who? who but knows? like,
0: but it was just so. It was weird, and you know what was difficult was that you're on SEN because you and I were talking yeah, every Friday, we're talking every Friday, and. Um, everybody's like coming to different people trying to suss out the story but for me I was talking to you so much through it and it upset me how upset you were because you came out and you were honest and then people kept asking questions mm. and there's so many different rings in media like that's so political which I'm sure you've learnt yeah. like every aspect of yeah. life it is political, political. Um, but then it was beautiful because then months later, well, not even months, it's like <laughs> months later, you're dating Adam. And I was like, hang on, I don't even know, <laughs> know. this.
1: It was, um, yeah, a bit funny how it all happened. Um, obviously I've known Adam for ages, but just kind of happened. We caught up a couple of times and then we we're catching up like every day. It was really, it was really organic, I guess, in that <laughs> yeah, way. We're it. just spending time together and we had a lot, of, we have a lot of things in common and we got along really well. And then. Um, It was actually really funny. I went into – we were just like, you know, keeping it pretty private because of everything. Everything. (laughs) Um, And then I went into SAS and I was like – like for the first like few days or week, whatever, I honestly didn't even think about anyone, not like family, friends. I'd forgotten about – you just go into this auto drive where you just forget and then when it starts like – you know, they start tugging on the emotion, the heartstrings, whatever, family, missing people. I'm like, oh my God, did Adam and I, did that even happen? Are we actually together? Like, I kind of for, like, sorry, Adam, I kind of forgot about it because I just, it was all such a rush. Like, yeah. I don't know. Then I got out and I'm like, oh yeah, it did, it did happen. He's right there. He's pretty much my boyfriend.
0: <laughs> how, did, how did you get from like toilet hookup to dating?
1: Um, like I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, we, we just, um, we just spent a lot of time. He was up on the Gold Coast. Um, he got stood down for those last couple of games. So he was doing sweet FA, um, and we were just hanging out and it was really nice. And then the season ended and they were on, um, their, what do you call it? Off season. Off season, yeah. and he had to get surgery. So he stuck around for a bit longer. And yeah, we're just hanging, literally, we're just hanging out most days. And that's kind of how it all happened.
0: So cute. Yeah. I love it. And you're really happy?
1: Yeah, very happy. Yeah.
0: And also, I liked the Instagram post, uh, Lost a Millie, Found a Millie, Yeah.
1: Working. I actually came up with that by myself too, which I was <laughs> pretty stoked <strict> about. No. <laughs> Took, yeah. Pick. Some people didn't really get it, but. I'm oh, glad I got, you got it. it. I'm glad. You yeah, got yeah. It. Well, Adam yeah. Elliott's
0: contract for non-rugby league fans it was torn up. Yeah, he's been grateful to get another deal at Raiders. Um, and for you now, you're doing long distance with yeah. him. that would have been an incredibly tough time. Yeah, for both parties.
1: Yeah, it was really tough, and you know, it would have been great if he could have got a gig up here. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> Broncos, Titans, Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at you. Um, no, but. Uh, yeah, it, we're making it work um, and we travel on the weekends and whatnot when we can. Um, but, yeah, he's loving it down at Canberra and uh, loving the team down there. So I can't wait to watch him play and uh, what, see how they go. I'm back on the Raiders bandwagon.
0: I love it. Well, <laughs> it kind of is weird how, like, your dad played Raiders. I know, so it's yeah. that's all happened.
1: Yeah, my uncle, um, my uncle Toots, he's down there, still lives in Canberra as well and he played for Canberra for – quite some time and um he's been like oh I'll just go in and see Adam what's Adam doing and I think the welfare officer said to Adam oh no I said to two it's my uncle he's like Adam's down here for footy doesn't need your influence just like leave him alone <laughs> like
0: <laughs>
1: give him a break it, it makes
0: me happy though you're smiling I'm smiling I love that are you in a really good place off field and on field now yeah
1: absolutely I um think so and um Obviously, last year, having our season pushed out, that was like took a bit big toll on a lot of girls because they'd already made so many sacrifices. I was lucky I was still just doing whatever I was doing um but a lot of girls moved and um you know changed their work and their environments and their lifestyles for footy and then it for it all to just be postponed was pretty unfortunate, but I think we're really lucky now to – not lucky, we deserve to have it, Mm. to have that um, season. So uh, looking forward to kicking off round one at the end of the month and, um, yeah, I know there's a lot more – happier girls out there because of uh, having the opportunity to play, especially with more teams as well.
0: Yeah, Broncos taking on Sydney Roosters on that Sunday, mm. 27th of Feb, so yep. get around it. Millie, I love loved catching up with you. It's Thanks, been Katie. awesome and I appreciate you coming on and being so honest and raw <laughs> and relevant with us. Um, Real Talkers will appreciate it.
1: No worries. Thanks heaps. Love what you're doing.
0: Ah, Make sure you like and subscribe everybody. We're back next Tuesday. Bang.